Hey, it is 5.01 on January 6th. We're sitting here with Luke Jackson, should be on in a second, but we're back here with another edition of the NBA show. Technically, 127 episodes done. Jackson has joined us. And right here, we are talking about the fact that we have ourselves today. We're fuck you, Jackson. I don't, I don't like but, getting muted, sorry. But let's talk about the fact that Denver Nuggets, the Grizzlies, and many other teams are climbing up the West. But primarily, Lakers making moves. Kemba got waived. And we'll talk about Kemba's tweet. The Grizzlies, the Nuggets, who's better? Clippers suck. The best rookies this season so far. And much, much more. Let's get right into it, guys. How are you doing today? Doing all right. Been chilling with Vegas all day. Vegas is here with me. She's on the couch right now in the spare room. Wait, you guys have a spare bedroom? Yeah, we have three. This is the room that I've been using for recording and stuff. Oh, dude, I just yeah, like I, I, working I just here. hit my jaws. Oh, but <laughs> but yeah, we have the spare room. That's nice. Who's Jackson? Jackson? His fucking dog. No, it's his gimp. He has a gimp. He just has in the yeah, room. I actually don't know what that uh, is. Let me show you the gimp. There's the gimp right there. Oh, you don't know what a gimp is? Uh, is that derogative? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> like to be I mean, people like choose to be, to be gimps. Sometimes yeah. they choose to not. Like, I mean, if you're a slave, which is terrible, human trafficking is terrible, you might be forced to be a gimp. <laughs> but most people, I think, are like willingly gimps. Like, yeah, because it's like a, it's a fetish thing. Yeah, like here's Channing Tatum as a gimp, and uh, well, like with like a, a collar or like a yeah, leash. you're basically in a leather bondage suit, but you're a, a dog, and you have like a. If you've seen any movie with that in, which I'm sure you have, that is a gimp. Yeah, here's a here's a gif of Channing Tatum as a as a gimp. <laughs> See, this is the content that we that people watch us for. Okay. What so, other information right. giving you this content, huh? I mean, you're not wrong. So this exactly. is Shane Hawkins with the athletic was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shane Tatum is a gimp. He's Danny McBride, Kenny Powers gimp. Yeah. yeah what movie is that? That seems That's so. A show. This is the end. That's, he's found down. Kenny game. Powers, Danny McBride. That's why it's Why are all the best comedians also amazing? I don't like horror movies, but Danny McBride is the like did all the wrote all the new Halloween movies. Did you have Jordan Peele with all his horror movies? I, I guess like the ridiculousness and over the top stuff that is in comedy, I guess translates because horror movies are kind of the same in terms of like ridiculousness and like over the top, like Dramatic. just everything about the movie. It's just very extra. Yeah, extra. That's a good word. Like that's Danny McBride is hilarious. Yeah, Danny McBride. ever. I love that show. That show is fucking hilarious. That show I can watch it so many times. What over. show is that? I love you, Katie. Katie. <laughs> I hope you <laughs> fucking crash this car right fucking now and what about die. The, the HBO one about the former MLB closer. Oh, he's found it down. Yeah. That movie, yeah, that show is hilarious. That show is like one of my favorite shows ever. That is I've been told like you're an okay Kenny. I'm not Kenny. Okay Stevie. Okay Stevie. What's the thing that he did? I though? love you, Kenny Powers. I love you, Kenny. The oh, <laughs> I love you, Kenny. Stevie. <laughs> yeah, you have. You do an okay Stevie. Yeah, okay Stevie. <laughs> my chin, my chin. Dude, we have fuck bitches. This is so funny. Steve yeah, dude, so I watched good. that entire show in like four days. Have you heard oh, what Stevie uh, sounds normal? What? Stevie sounds normal. Yeah, you know I know that? he does. That's the that's point. That, yeah, of course he sounds normal. You think he actually sounds like that? <laughs> I thought they got the actor to sound like this unnaturally. Like Why would he actually sound like that? Have you seen The Ringer? Have you seen The Ringer? It's a movie with John Knoxville where it's the only movie ever that the whole cast besides Johnny Knoxville and Catherine... Uh, Heigl is all special. Like I've never all... seen that movie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah so Johnny Knoxville's <laughs> uncle uh, convinces Johnny Knoxville to join the Special Olympics because they're going to rig it by betting on it. And 
So Johnny Knoxville fakes being special, like fakes having like doubts, and he he enters the Special Olympics, and everybody else in the movie is like actually like special because like they're the Special Olympics. So like he's faking like being special, he's like, and then they're like, "You're not actually," and like they're like, and then they become friends. Have you guys never seen The Ringer? No, no I've never seen I thought that. that was a horror movie. No, it's The Ringer. It's That's Johnny the ring. Knoxville. That's The Ring. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Johnny Knoxville fakes oh. being retarded and, and tries oh. to rig the special. I didn't know he was movies. an actor outside of uh, Jack. Like he still is. He's in a TV show that I watched yeah. awesome. rebooted. He's like John, not, Johnny Knoxville was. Oh, he's in John Waters movies. Like, he's an actual actor. Like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, he's an. Emmy or Oscar, like he is an he, actual actor though. He's an actual actor, like he can he can act. Oh yeah, let's go. Like in his new show reboot, like you wouldn't think. New like show. obviously you know it's fucking Johnny Knoxville, but he does not act like Johnny Knoxville. He just kind of he acts stupid, but like not, again, not I'm not Knoxville stupid if that makes sense. Yeah, like that's but that's also his like characters. He never plays like super bright people. Like it, like Johnny Knoxville. Like <laughs> No, Danny McBride plays like everything though, but like in his own way. Danny McBride he, just plays okay. dickheads. He okay. just plays dickheads. That's that's his role. Yeah, like, he's he's usually a trick. Yeah, yeah. He just plays assholes. All right, let's go. What was uh, Tatum's Kemba tweet? Oh, it was literally so as soon he quote tweeted the fact that Kemba got waved with the clover emojis and like the looking the eye emoji the eyes emojis. I got it's, it right here. Like right after Kemba got waved, Jason Tatum tweeted that. And we do have a roster spot cleared up. So they cleared it up yesterday. So I'm not saying the Celtics are going to sign Kemba, but. Is this I possible? Be First surprised. off, I, I don't Kemba. know where else he would go. So Europe. Europe or the Celtics, really. I'd be very, I'd be very happy with Kemba. I uploaded two NFL videos today. Yeah, this guy, this guy just double uploaded an NFL video, and I guarantee you his. 500 sub football channel on his Packers video is about to get more than my 23k channel Packers video every single day. But back to back days because yesterday I uploaded. Sierra's a true Packers fan. What can he say? (laughs) He's just just not, and I am. I actually can't. We're going every day, every day. I'm trying to be making two thousand dollars a month by the time I'm graduating off of YouTube. Bro, you're dude. That's yeah. You gotta. Figure that out. That's that's pretty low, man. Oh fuck you, Mr. Big Boy. We're talking like five months yeah, from now, and you want to make two big grand. stacks over there, zero. No, I want to be making two grand a month by the time I. You're talking to the high roller. Yeah, you're. Um, you want to make basically enough to pay for rent in five months from now. That's just that L mindset, but. I guess you gotta start. Somewhere. No, but consistently be Sounds making two thousand dollars a month. Yeah, would, right now I'm making between eight hundred, like six hundred, and like nine hundred. I, I, I don't need to know what you make a month, but you should triple that number at least for your goal. Is what I'll say. We'll see what Swaggy says. Okay, I'll go. Scott I'll go. Not here too, but like I would at least triple that number. Just oh, I don't know what two grand's getting you. Yeah, like <laughs> oh, you guys are assholes. Okay, so I'll, I'll, let's shoot for six thousand dollars a month, you douchebag. Right, Daily <laughs> Packers makes that a week. You're an asshole. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I also get to have a full time job. Fuck you. We'll see. But either way, what would be the implications of Kemba? We'll just do this. Kemba returning, like the stats, like he he didn't really get runs. And at this point, you're signing Kemba for his passing and his three point shooting. Obviously, the three point shooting would be something that the the Celtics would value. But my question is, if you if you guys sign Kemba. You're already not playing Peyton Pritchard, which is basically the same skill set. What's the purpose? Uh, I mean, we have a roster spot, and Noah Vonley wasn't playing, and injuries are a thing. And Kemba Walker, at the very least, could be like even if he plays five to ten minutes a game and plays okay in those minutes, that's that's a positive. Like he, he's only he's only signing for the minimum wherever he goes. If he stays in the league, he's going to sign for the veteran minimum. So. Yeah, I, I, even if like he's buried, even if he's like on the same level of playing barely with like Peyton Pritchard, that's fine. Like you'd be, they'd be dumb not to at least try to get him back. I just at this point, 
You guys already have Brogdon, Derek White, and Marcus Smart. Then Peyton Pritchard just guys bringing him. Guys, guys, guys get injured. I you mean, are, are you classifying Peyton as a point guard, Luke? Uh, I mean, I don't. He can play both positions, but he's he more plays, of an undersized shooting guard. Him and like Derek White. I'd say the same about him and Derek like, White and Marcus Smart. Actually. Yeah, and Malcolm Brogdon. They all they, like. Yeah, but he's a little bit better. They're a combo guard with combo guard and a point guard's body. Kemba is like probably like Kemba is like the only like of those guys, he is like the true like the he is a true point guard. Like he's only gonna be a point guard. Yeah, Brogdon and Walker would be their own true point guards because Smart's another shooting guard. Yeah, but Brogdon's like still more of a like I know he's a like I, I know he plays point guard. Brogdon's a true point guard. He can he play he can play both guard spots. That's what he's done. Oh, he can even play the wing. He's played. He's been a combo he's guard for most of his career. So we have like Kemba is a true point guard. I think that's important to have. And obviously, you know, it's just it's just depth. Like we're just signing a guy to play bench minutes because we just waived a guy who didn't play at all. So that's what we would be trying to replace him with. It'll be a veteran minimum signing because that's what he'll get probably around that. So yeah. I have no problem with signing Kemba. I think it'd be great. I I, I want us to sign Kemba, but. Um, we'll see what the what the buyout market looks like in like a few weeks because then we can decide. My question is, is if they sign Kemba, I just kind of think it's a bit disrespectful on their part that they didn't even entertain Carmelo because Carmelo fits more. I'm surprised needed. that somebody like nobody's really entertained Melo. I'm kind of surprised. Like, he had the second best year shooting threes last year of his career, yeah. and I think he shot the most threes of his career. Melo is still a mismatched ball ball four off the bench, and even five. He still is that. Like he still is a mismatch. It's ball just ball the defense ball. is so bad. Yeah, but yeah, he couldn't because, guard a baby. Yeah, but yeah. It was, if you play five minutes a game, you don't really like you play five to ten minutes a like game. Like Herb Jones. Herb Jones would drop 30 on Carmelo. I mean, I'd probably be able to get a few buckets on Melo, and I suck. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, Mel, I'm surprised that nobody's ever taken Bruno. Wait, shout out Bruno for the dude, Bruno. People who watch this show get this joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out Bruno. <laughs> I think the so Celtics should trade said. for Jay Crowder instead of signing. <laughs> yeah, I think the Celtics <laughs> get Jay Crowder. Bring but back Jay. My whole thing is with the Danilo Gallinari. They even said it in the middle, in the beginning of the season, when we thought Carmelo was going to come to the training camp, that they were like, "Hey, we're going to like run through the first month or two, and then we'll bring Carmelo in for a workout. Like we'll entertain it later in the season." But then Carmelo went radio silence, and I just think like. They already have enough guards. Again, like going back to like I know it would be a true point guard, but like I think they're getting the job done. Like and injuries happen, and technically, don't they have two roster spots open now or just one? I think it might and, be two. And obviously, if they can bring Kemba and Carmelo, I know that'd just be like every like two K player's dream. But it's more in the sense that Carmelo can do what you thought Danilo was going to be doing this year, and you can just have him for the rest of the season. And then Kemba, like you said, depth. I just I I don't understand if you're if they're actually entertaining signing Kemba. I think Kemba's just as negative as a defender as Carmelo. I just don't. That's like that's not even me trying to be biased. It's just like a legitimate question. Like if you're just signing Kemba for leadership and shooting, isn't that the same thing you get Carmelo? And like you need more yeah. another. You need I mean, another wing more than you need Kemba a guard. Hasn't been with the team this year. Kemba has at least scored a, had a thirty point game this year. Kemba has at least been part of an active basketball roster for the year. Uh, you can't say the same for Melo. The rust is definitely, definitely would be there. I so the difference with Melo and Kemba to me is one shoots over forty percent from three, and the other shoots twenty five percent from three. But I guess you're right. Melo hasn't played this year, so we can't really even count. Look, that. Demarcus Cousins out here for like the second, third year in a row. I heard he's like, working out. I heard Boogie's working out with the Lakers. So yeah, I mean, let's go over to. I was gonna switch. Wait, over wait, to the wait! Lakers. I gotta give an opinion. Yeah, go fuck yourself. All right, give your opinion, asshole. Yeah, fuck you. Um, I, I don't think. I I think Melo will be signed relatively soon. I don't think Kemba Walker helps out the the Boston Celtics in any way, shape, or form. I don't think they need another point guard who still can't do the one thing they need a point guard to do, and that's distribute the basketball. I, I know Kemba can pass, but like so can Derek White, so can Brogdon, so can Marcus Smart, so can all those guys. The last problem 
the Celtics have is offense. And that's the only thing Kemba Walker offers me outside of leadership, which they have plenty of. So I would say the biggest problem is defense, but I think exactly that's what I'm saying. Their biggest issue is is defense last year. I don't need a I, I don't need a microwave scorer as much as I don't have any faith that they have a true because they don't have a true point guard on their roster. I, I just I don't think Kemba helps them out that much. But if you have two open spots, uh, I'm in agreement with you. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, and that's I why mean, I brought up the Carmelo thing. I just at like the at the end of the day, day if, when you sign a guy with the end of the bench spots, what guy are you going to sign with as a as a free agent, like veteran minimum? Yeah, you're not going to sign a free agent who's literally going to like change everything for you. That's so rare. Exactly. So, and you guys are saying he's not going to help us out that much. Well, nobody that they are going to actually sign as a fucking free agent is going to help them out unless it's a buyout. Unless it's mellow. Unless but it's a buyout I... later, but so far, I mean, I guess boogie maybe. I don't well, know. Let's what pivot. were Let's people's? Pivot. Well, well, hold on. I what was people's thoughts with Kemba signing with Dallas then? Because they desperately need a Kemba move. But if it's more of a bottom tier, fourteen, they were replacing Facundo Campazzo. Someone who loved yeah, Facundo but so Facundo Campazzo at least stays on basketball teams when he gets signed there and isn't there because of his defense. And yeah, so what, that's what I'm saying is, what the hell are the Dallas Mavericks doing? Because the Mavs, after the past couple weeks, they have McKinley right on a two-way who plays yeah, really perfect. good defense and passes really well. And then you have Jaden Hardy who's providing the shooting. So the thought process right there is, I mean, I already have the guys on the roster. But really, what the what the Mavs need is Facundo Capazzo solved one piece of the puzzle was defensive passing. But they're like, we need more shooting. Kemba brought in passing and shooting, but we lost defense. So the Mavs' thought process is – Look, we don't know what we're doing. So no, they just, just need trying players. Why do you think Frank Nail is still on that team? They like they just. Need I don't know. I really I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell you. That's a good question. I'm glad. You're All right, let's pivot. Let's pivot and let's talk about the Los Angeles Lakers. They were in the rumor mail today, and as of the past week, we found out they're not making any trades involving the picks. They're like they've been told to avoid that. And it was reported by Sean Toronto and Yovan Buha that the Lakers are signing Sterling Brown to a 10-day contract, a guy who's been on the Raptors 5 team in the G League. But they're also working out veteran center DeMarcus Cousins next week. They have an open roster spot, and they're looking to ha- add some help while Davis recovers from a stress injury. Last year, Cousins averaged 8.9 points, 5.6 rebounds, and 15 minutes a night between 48 games with the Denver Nuggets and the Milwaukee Bucks. And then the other guy that they worked out was Tyler Dorsey, who was one of the best players in the Euro League. He signed a two-way with the Maps and was recently waived. So I want to hear your thoughts, Tyler Dorsey, Sterling Brown, and DeMarcus Cousins. Obviously, DeMarcus Cousins being the biggest name. Tyler Dorsey's a good shooter, a guy who's averaged 25 in the G League, 25, five rebounds, and like three assists a night in the G League while shooting 45% from the field and 44 from three. I personally think Tyler Dorsey is somebody that they should really look at. He was like one of the best. Tyler Dorsey, the guy who sank Frank Mason and the Jayhawks in the Elite Eight? Yep, that Tyler Dorsey. I fucking remember him. Yeah, I mean, I think like, yeah, the Lakers, uh, they're still towards the bottom of the league in three-point percentage. They, They need guys who can shoot the basketball. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how much Tyler Dorsey is going to actually like, he's not, he, he'll help him. He'll help him, but I don't really know how much, but, um, I think that they should take a flyer on Boogie. Anthony Davis is out for, we don't know how long y'all need big guys. The Lakers got to go after Boogie. Yeah, I, I can get behind that. I don't, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Luke almost exactly like, you know, Tyler Dorsey's kind of enticing. I don't really think that's what the Lakers desperately need. I, I We are talking about 10-dayers, though, so it's I guess it's worth the gamble if you can make it happen. But when I look at Boogie, I look at a consistent scorer, especially at this point in his career. I mean, he's virtually unplayable in the playoffs. but He's just the Walmart he, version of Nikola Jokic at this point. And that's fine. Not even close, I don't think. I would view him more as – no, I don't view that at all. I, I view Boogie only as good as – I don't see veteran leadership. I don't see rebounding – or, sorry, anything outside of rebounding or points. You can only play him 10 minutes a game in the playoffs. But Thomas Bryant in his last five is averaging 18-11 on 72% from the field. So if I can get some collateral for Anthony Davis while having Thomas Bryant, TB31, and his continual – 
elevation so far this season. I, I don't mind that at all. I, they lack big man depth, as we're saying. Let's trade Damian Jones and yeah, he, it Kendrick just didn't Nunn, work. Kendrick didn't Nunn work. for Cam yeah. Reddish and then signed DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah. I just – look, DeMarcus, again, I'm going to stick by. He's the Walmart great value store brand version of Nikola Jokic at this point. I'm he surprised that – he does pass. He's like one of the, he's still one of the better passing big mans in the league. He averages like three assists a night. He's gonna come out and give you eight to nine points a night, five to six rebounds, and two to three assists. Like that's what and he's gonna shoot like thirty-three to thirty-four percent from three at best. And to the point that like teams just are gonna have to respect him. And if he's open, he's gonna be able to knock down the shot. I just I think he works well. Yeah, and they have T B and who else right now? What Damian Jones? Like Wayne Gabriel, yeah. Like Wayne Gabriel's legit. They have Wayne nice Gabriel. They have like Wayne Gabriel, Damian Jones, and like TB as their big guys. Like that's that's thin, man. They're pretty fucking paper thin up there. Yeah. Um, Bo- Boogie would do nothing but I think help this team, especially because he's not going to be playing more than like 10, 15 minutes a night for them at the most. And um, it's literally just to tread water until AD comes back, whenever that is. So, like, they'd be they'd be foolish not to take at least a flyer. Well, bringing in Demarcus Cousins allows you to have lineups where theoretically, when Davis comes back, you could run Cousins Davis front court, which people forget they played with each other for what two years. So they've already played with each other. They know how to play with each other. You put LeBron at the three, then you got yourself Russell Westbrook and Lonnie Walker. That's a pretty big lineup that they can match up with a lot of people. And this lineup, you can switch out Thomas Bryant and Demarcus Cousins, and you wouldn't have much of a difference. And the best part is when Cousins in the game, you can run a four out, one in, have David. I mean, even run Davis inside, so you tell Davis not to shoot threes, and you have Cousins sitting in the corner. I think there's a lot of things like. Also, no, the Lakers would never trade LeBron, and we've talked about this before. And the reason why they won't trade LeBron is, and I talked about this with Isaac Johnson, is. The Lakers, even if they don't win a championship, they are more content keeping LeBron on this roster because they know if they're a losing team with LeBron, they're still selling out games and they're still selling merchandise. But if they're a bad team without LeBron, they won't have as much merchandise or ticket sales. So it's in their best interest, regardless of being a good or bad team, for LeBron James to be on there because they're still making money off of him. Plus, another thing to add to that, that would mean that the Lakers front office would be giving up. And they will never do that. They would never like the Lakers aren't going to give up now. They have they have LeBron. They have Anthony Davis. If they traded away LeBron, that would just mean like, oh well, our run is over. We're back to being bad again. And they will not let themselves admit that. Whether that's true or not, who knows? But it's the Lakers, man. They're they're a team that's content with being an edge of the playoff team because it's different when the Lakers are a team that's on the edge of the playoff versus like the Kemba Hornets for like. Like a half decade ago, like yeah, no, like think about this. This was a team that after they won two rings with, all right, they won three rings with Shaq and Kobe, and they kind of told Kobe, yeah, they won two rings with Shaq, and they sucked, sucked for like four years. Then they did the Paul Gasol, sucked, sucked for like five years until LeBron came, and they're cool with that because they basically they didn't go after LeBron until a year or two after. Kobe had retired, and because after the 2012 season, when they tried to build around Steve Nash and Dwight Howard and it didn't work, they're like, okay, we're just going to ride out Kobe till the sunset. We get, we're going to keep giving him like $50 million a year, and, you know, we're cool with this. We're selling tickets. We're, we, people are coming to games just for Kobe, no matter what our record is. And yeah, they, thought they, they, had, they also thought they had a decent young core, too. Which Yeah. And they, and then, I mean, to be fair, I mean, D'Angelo Russell, Lonzo Ball, and Julius Randle, I mean, that's not a – that turned out to not be such a bad young core after all. Exactly. And then they – and before that they were, you know, it was – I mean, obviously it wasn't bad as Smush Parker and the original, yeah. like, all that. But it still goes back to the mindset. This is, this is a team that since the L.A., you know, the Showtime Lakers, what they do is they're fine with winning a championship or two, sucking for half a decade, and then they make moves to come back into relevancy. Once they win a title or two, they go back into being shit, and they just they all they care about is having one good marketable player on their team to keep having fans come to games and keep having jerseys sold. Yeah, That's my they, 
Well, also having one good marketable player also allows them to be able to make moves in free agency or make trades like they did to get Anthony Davis. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants to play for the fucking Lakers. It's the most storied franchise in the history of the NBA. Everybody wants to play for them. They've had more great second other team. Well, they've been to more NBA. They've been to the most NBA finals, so I'd say they're the most. And they just you not being Celtics fans. Yeah, yeah. They've had the they've had the greatest. They've had the greatest, like they have the, the best collection of talent that any NBA team has ever had. And they behind the Celtics, the Lakers have had so many great players, man. I, I, as a Celtics fan, I'm, I'm saying this, but if they like, it's the Lakers. They can get anybody that they want because one, you get to go play in LA, and two, they're not the fucking Clippers. They're Big Brother in LA. So the Lakers, as long as they have one marketable player. They the Clippers, when they move to Anaheim, they should rename themselves to the Anaheim Clippers. Yeah, because being called like that would do better for like just like perception of them. Because LA, LA will never be their city, no matter how hard they fucking try, they will never be their city. Okay, so to answer this question, I think in the long run, because Lonzo Ball left, so that's kind of a negative for the Pelicans, and that the only player they play, it won't. I think the Pelicans might have won because I think the Lakers might have given up too many picks or didn't protect the picks well enough. I I think the problem, like the Pelicans, they were able to use that trade to like get even better. Well, like I think I, I gotta go. I, I think it's even. I think it's even because the Pelicans did lose. Like you want a championship, you can't. You can't if you want a championship. That kind of means you won the trade. But at the same time, the trade has come to bite the Lakers in the ass because they didn't protect the picks wisely, nor did they, I think, like the other thing is, is that like, I got to say it's even because you won a championship and then they let Lonzo walk. So I'm going to say it's even you guys. You won a championship. You can't beat that. I mean, they won a championship and... Uh, the Lakers didn't plan on being bad in a few years because they figured that Anthony Davis wouldn't have knees and legs made of string cheese. But that's that's what happened. He's been injured consistently, and they haven't been as good as a result. And they've made a bunch of just short-sighted, dumb, old veteran signings when their team was already old enough. So Bruno brought a good point. He's like, might be even. Yeah, just wait for those picks. But right now, I mean, it's even because they won a championship and everybody in their right If the Pelicans get like – Obviously, I'm not going to say Victor Wembanyama, but like if they somehow get Scoot Henderson, Vic, Eamon Thompson, or like Cam Whitmore, or like Brandon Bush, or Brandon, and they end up like being all stars while on their rookie contracts. Yeah, yeah, Bruno, you got a point. You got to think some of those guys, some some of those rookies that they might be picking, like. But the thing is, is all stars for the Lakers and for a different team because you know Swag like, brought up a good point though. He literally says like the rush trade was so bad. So what if the rush trade didn't happen? Would we be looking at this and saying yeah, it's even or even that the Lakers won because I feel like the rush trade car- compartmentalized together with the Anthony Davis trade and together they look terrible. I mean, the Russ trades was just bad, but I, I don't think of the Anthony Davis trade as a bad trade. True. Uh, what what, what's your thought? Yeah, I was about to say. I was about to say. So, it, I, it actually doesn't even matter if the Pelicans get Vic because until they win a ring, that doesn't matter. In fact, I would argue it doesn't actually even matter in any way, shape, or form. The Lakers went six straight years losing – majority of their games and it wasn't even close they were a horrible franchise for six straight seasons lebron comes they only won 35 37 games something like that they were still below 500 and then the next year they win it all i think it what sucks is it was in the bubble so i think if it wasn't in the bubble nobody would be disputing if they had won or lost that trade because they got the the coveted ring i think really at the end of the day rings are the only thing that matters and you know winning for a long time is difficult I think LeBron James won't leave because I do believe they'll be able to bring back Russell Westbrook on a cheaper contract to still come off of the bench if he's okay with that. And you're going to save a lot of money, but I would not be surprised at the same time if LeBron James was like, get me the fuck out of here. Cause I, I really think it's a genuine coin flip. I, I could go either. Listen way. to this. So Isaac Johnson last week when he came on, he literally said this, he's like, you know what pick the Cavaliers didn't trade 
2024 pick in the NBA draft. That's the only pick they have. <laughs> and guess when LeBron's can enter free agency. It's it's 2024. Perfect, and he literally said he literally said this. And right now, Bronny James isn't supposed to be a lottery pick, and he's a, like literally everyone's saying he's drafted in the first round. It's just because of his name. Yeah, he's, he's probably a second round pick. Yeah. So Isaac Johnson Florida, right now, which is fine. Yeah. Those guys become pro- those guys have like sometimes they have the potential to become pros anyway. Yeah. As of right now, as of right now, yeah, he's, We're not right now, he's a second round pick. But so the thought process is is that Isaac Johnson flowed this idea that I haven't thought. He's like the only pick the Cavs have in the next like six years is that pick in 2024 when LeBron can go into free agency. They could be assholes, and because they're gonna probably be in the back of the draft, like between 25 and 30, take Bronny James. And LeBron has said that he wanted to play with his sons and he wants to play it till he's 40. He's gonna be 40, I believe, in 2024 when he goes into free agency or turning 40. And he says he wants to play to 45. Bronny James, four-year contract plus a qualifying offer. That's technically a five-year deal. Cleveland yeah. would then also still have Evan Mobley, Darius Garland, and Donovan Mitchell and Jared Allen yeah, all under contract. Well, at that point, at that point, LeBron James. Probably at that point he wouldn't. There's no rule against him taking a vet men. Uh, he won't do that. I, I think him going or, to Los Angeles. I think we all could agree. Or what if they agree. ownership? Uh, it's far fetched. I think going to if Los Angeles is very clearly a business. To go back to Cleveland, he would 100 percent take that in a heartbeat. If they gave him an ownership stake to go back, he's to- literally said he wants oh, to be I, an I owner. Yes, he's going to be an owner of the Las Vegas, whatever team Las Vegas gets. No, but if he gets a chance to be the Cavaliers, he's fucked be- up. He's, he's a billionaire. He can. He rather own his hometown. Why do you do whatever think? he wants? That's why, why he's going to buy the Vegas. Michael Jordan took the Charlotte Bobcats because he's from fucking North Carolina. How, how did that work? It worked terrible, but that's not the point. No, it worked out easy because he bought the team for 120 million and he could sell it out for four. Yeah, like they, well, you can do the same thing with the Las Vegas, whatever their team is named. LeBron yeah, James, I guarantee you, will buy a much bigger market, and the team's going to have way more value in Vegas. It's going to be more expensive at the start. But so LeBron James, like he has a better chance of getting Cavaliers than a new team. If they offer him an ownership stake with a path to become a full-time owner at some point of his hometown team, he would one hundred percent take that. There's no way he wouldn't. The man is literally responsible for like changing and improving the Cleveland economy. Either way, Las Vegas is going to be like the Roth Johnson's team. That I I agree with that statement, Luke, because I like him going to Los Angeles has nothing to do with anything other than business and making money. And yes. now that he's a billionaire, I I do think LeBron finishes his career with Cleveland. I hope it's still while yes, he's playing. And I agree with you. I think it's going to happen if Evan Mobley can turn into what we're all hoping. I mean, he's going to be very complicated with money. You have DG the PG, you have Donovan Mitchell, you have Jared Allen, and you have Evan Mobley. There's going to have. That's why you offer a Vetman contract with 10 percent equity in the team with path to increase that through payments. He's a 30. He's a 30 point per game scorer. This is the guy who has the most point. He's very already a billionaire. He's already a billionaire, and people will still pay him money. I don't think that. I don't think that a vet at that point, I ever think gets done for more about James. playing with his a veteran, a veteran minimum doesn't get done, even if they offer it, him like a 10 just, maybe a veteran minimum is LeBron. He's 50. Yeah, I, I just I don't see that exception. Uh, no, I, I do see LeBron signing continual one year with player option contracts with Cleveland starting in two years when the Lakers continue to suck because they have Russell Westbrook on their roster and they're never going to win a playoff series with Russell Westbrook on their roster as shitty as that is. The whole one year, the whole one year player option thing could, I'm not saying that they won't do that, but if they do that, they could work something out where it's effectively a life, a lifetime contract because he has an ownership stake in the team. They could work out. Like a, like a, like a Lou all dang type situation. I mean, like a, like a Tom Brady's about to go to the Tom Brady's about to be the Miami Dolphins owner with Sean Payne. Yeah. NFL's like NFL owners are way less likely to give ownership stakes away to players. And also what they're because they're one more they're more valuable and also tom brady has no connection with the fucking dolphins that's like lebron's hometown yeah exactly and everyone wants to be home as much as lebron likes being in los angeles he wants to go home 
Luke only said that because he's a 49ers fan and he's hoping that they don't have to start Trey Lance next year and that they can bring Tom Brady in. No, I, I would rather. That would be. I'd take Brady or Rodgers. Trey Lance than Brady right now. Brady fucking sucks this year, man. He's not even. That's but what if you can keep Brock Purdy when he loses his first playoff game? If Brock Purdy loses his first playoff game, I do see Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers possibly going to. San Francisco. Yeah, I see Aaron more. Trey Paul. Lance has never impressed me. I know he's barely played. And I know. I like Trey Lance. He really impressed I me do last too. year. He really impressed me last year when he played for Jimmy G. I just think this stats year wasn't the right his stats, were, his stats were pretty good last year. Not like not this year because he only played two games and broke his fucking ankle in the second. Yeah. So you can't really. And the one. No, they did not just break his ankle. They said it was a broken ankle. He broke his fucking leg. Yeah, bro. it was he awful. His, I he don't, shattered his leg. And, he he shot, okay. and well, the, the first game we played was that shitty, rainy, fucking monsoon game against the fucking Bears. So, yeah. Like, and the, we, I, and I run a Bears account. We called that win. I don't think Trey Lance had a good first season at all. I don't view 57.7% completion percentage with a QBR of 39. Yeah, and he good. also battled injuries last year, too, and still was throwing fucking ropes when uh, he played. Let's and talk fucking Ryan basketball, you assholes. Yeah, let's go back to basketball. Who's better, the Memphis Grizzlies or the Denver Nuggets? The Pelicans are better than both. Okay, get out of here. You're, you're not I said before the, go Nuggets. <laughs> before the season, my pick <laughs> in the West was the Pelicans. I don't, and that's still my pick now. I think the fully healthy Pelicans team is winning the Western Conference. That's what I think. That's what I said before the season started. That's what I think now. So, All right, but are the Pelicans the number one team in the West right now? They're game back of first, and they don't okay, have – we're talking about the top two teams of the fucking West right now. Get with the program. <laughs> I, I, as much as I hate to say this, because as Ciro knows, I have huge flaws with John Morant and Nikola Jokic in playoff form. Jackson's I, just a boring I hater. don't think the Pelicans would beat either of them. I, I – I, he spells it's his really name shitty. Lowercase. I think they're one year away. Capitalize their names. They're one. They're one year away from being legitimate final contenders. I don't think they're quite there yet. I think they need a fully so, healthy playoff run with some desperation. But they just need Santi Aldama to take that next step. Santi Aldama is the best player on that roster. No, that's what I'm saying. The Grizzlies and Nuggets are better. They will have better playoff performances than the Pelicans, unfortunately. I just think that at this point, if I was the Denver Nuggets, I don't know what Michael Porter's trade value is, but I feel like it's still a positive. Let's just trade Michael Porter Jr. for someone who's actually going to be on the court. Yeah, 100%, man. Like, Give me Tobias Harris. Oh, yeah, I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, that'd be a great addition to the Nuggets. If I had to pick, I'd probably say the Nuggets are better because I think that, like, you can't stop Jokic. You can't stop Jokic. He's, he's well. Like, you can stop Jokic, as we've seen time and time again with either Los Angeles or Golden State. And I know every single soul disagrees with me, but if I'm Nikola Jokic, these are my hands, and how many rings are on my finger? There's oh, there's zero. So. Uh, let me just put yeah, those two okay. M- those two MVP rings on. He's got back to back MVPs, man. He's he's the best player. Best <laughs> player one was. To, I agree. I I agree with that statement, but playoff film doesn't lie, and I know they're without. He led the Nuggets to back to back three to one. The last two playoffs, he hasn't had a healthy roster he around made the him. Conference finals. He made the conference finals in the bubble when he had a healthy roster, and they were down three to one twice. And guess what? They fucking came back. Last night times. they were beating the fucking Clippers sixty three to twenty five with a lineup of Zeke Nanji, Bruce Brown, Contavious Codwell, Pope. I think Bones Highland and fucking Aaron Gordon. Blacko Chanchar. Oh, Blacko Chanchar. That's Blatko what it is. Blacko Chanchar. Yeah. It was Blacko Chanchar. The, the best half of the shooter. Best half of the shooter. Wait, I don't get that argument that – are we talking two years ago when they made the Western Conference Finals and got blown out by the Lakers? Three years ago. Three years ago. Yes, they got blown out by the Lakers, right? And they beat the Clippers without – who am I missing? Who 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 are the players? They were the Denver Nuggets. Are oh, the best, arguably the best roster at the time. You got Christian Brown, who I fucking hate, playing on amazing defense. Yeah, like the dude, come on, man. Like, good basketball teams will expose Nikola Jokic every single playoff series. I don't know. It does, they don't they get a one the, If they expose it's, Jokic, it's, you got to go through Aaron Gordon, Bruce Brown, Caucasian, Caldwell, Pope. Dude, Jokic need to score thirty every night for this team to win games. 
I know like, what you're saying, but watch Jamal the Murray and Michael like Ward Jr. aren't even at full strength. The, it's the, not the, good. the Grizzlies need Jaw to have an elite game every night to win in the playoffs. The, the the Nuggets don't need Jokic to do that every night. If Jokic does, if Jokic has like 18 points but still has like nine boards and nine assists, it's very capable oh. the Nuggets win by a lot. The Grizzlies, yeah. if Jaw has a game, Jokic is passing. They have to score. Yeah, Minnesota just disproved that statement three games ago, two games ago. And okay, so by that logic, by one game, by one game loss, and the Bulls beat the Nets the other night, man. Like, I'm just saying, a Nikola Jokic giving me 24 7 and 9, which he did in the loss to Minnesota, and it wasn't even a close game without D'Angelo Russell and Carl. Less than that, and they beat the living shit out of the Clippers. Good defensive teams and offensive teams expose completely Nikola Jokic in the playoffs, and that's why they've never done anything, and they lost in five games, and it was never close three years ago. It was never close. But the, what if – And we're talking about trading Michael Porter Jr. Done? What the Grizzlies done? Michael Porter Jr. is the difference? I, what have the Grizzlies done, though? If you're talking yeah. about all this about the Nuggets sucking. I, I'm not a Grizzlies. I don't – I, so I like what they're teams? doing. I like their chip on their shoulder, but the Grizzlies are not a championship caliber team until John Morant makes all of his teammates better. So, who, very few so who's better of these two teams, would you say? Nicole, or Nicole Jokic and Denver Nuggets. Who's better of these two teams, though? If you have I think the West is extremely – I think it's wide open right now. And okay, I do of still these two teams, who's better? The Nuggets, right? The Nuggets, yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah. The West I think is they'd win in five or six. That, that's, what, that's what we're saying. Yeah, but – if that's the second round, it's it's fine. Even if they get to the conference finals, they're still going to lose. Who? So, so who's winning the West though? The Warriors? The Golden State Warriors, yeah. Okay, all right, man. I mean, it's the Pelicans, but yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset. Yeah, if I, that I, were to happen. Like, I think the Pelicans are beating both these teams, but if they're healthy. But yeah, yeah. We'll see. That's the big. That's a big if, though. No teams are ever fully healthy. Exactly, and if, it all depends on who's out. Yeah. Yeah. Clippers. Uh, yeah. How bad is this? Oof. I, I mean, all Georgia's on a minutes restriction last night, so like, but even then, man, they just they just got fucked clapped from tip yeah. off. They never led. They were down by like as much as like forty five or something like that. Like, yeah. Jesus fuck. Quiet six. Yeah, I my issue with uh, the Los Angeles Clippers isn't a lack of talent. It's just I don't think they know what to do. It's a different player every single night. It, every player has a different role every single night because it's either Paul George or Kawhi Leonard on a minutes restriction or injured. So I think the Clippers get into the playoffs without a doubt, and I think that they you know bounce back from this four game losing streak. But the same thing that's been the last three years is the continuity. I don't. I, I yeah. just view a more rounded team that takes them out. I, I don't feel great about the Clippers right now. I don't feel bad about them, but as far as a championship goes, I, they need help. I yeah, no, Jackson, you're 100 percent right because everybody having a different role every night. Well, shit, man, they haven't been used yeah. to playing as a team for most of the fucking season. So when you get for to the, the last playoff, three years, and you need those guys to you need those guys to do that. Well, shit. And then man, you need to decide who the fuck their point guard is. Is it John? Wall yes. Or is it Reggie Jackson? <laughs> yeah. I agree. I think it should be That's Reggie or John issue. off the bench. I, like, I really. I do. think Reggie Jackson should be a six man. I think John Wall should be your starting actual fucking point guard because he's yeah. actually a point guard. Reggie Jackson's more of a. Combo they can't guard. decide who their fucking point guard is. Everybody has a different role every night, and both of those things are going to be a problem when it comes to the playoff time because they haven't been in the same role or having the same. And they need it. They need to sign Moses Brown to a full contract because they need to go back to having two centers instead of playing Zubak and then going into small ball. Use small ball less. They use too much small ball. They just aren't – like, I don't know, man. This team is just not – they look like on paper they should be a top four team in the East, but when they're healthy. But even when they're healthy – they're yeah. dead last in points. LeBron James is having a one-on-one interview on ESPN later, later tonight. Mm. For what? Just stuff? What is it about? Everyone's saying he's going to request a trade. It's airing at 6 p.m. No, that one, that one, he's that not going to request the trade. He's not going <laughs> to do Should we? If that happens. Should we live react to it? That will be the craziest thing ever. That would be I've fucking seen. insane if, if he, he actually. live requests a trade. I, I don't. 
I'd put a lot of money no, that that doesn't happen. There's no way he's going to happen. <laughs> there's no way he requests the trade. Are you yeah. But yeah, the trade. I know we've already talked Lakers, but they need to do a trade, and they need to trade Russ as much as I hate it. They're not doing a trade. They said. I know he's an all-star. I know what they've said, but it's a reason why Queenie Boss has no idea what she's doing, and it's just. And Rob Blake has a phenomenal job there. So. Neither of them know what they're doing. And it's, yeah, it's they, so they ran magic. They out of of I, I think they do a good job. Good job of scouting town, but. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert fucking sucks. Let's go. People are starting to take notice about it. Dude, what is going on here? Like, Dude, Rudy Gobert? Rudy Gobert fucking sucks, man. He he can't – like, he's not a guy that you want to – like, he, he can't defend on the perimeter. He has no switchability at all. Like, not even competent. Like, so, Terrence Mann was a second – was an undrafted rookie in the playoffs a few years ago and was hunting this man out. Same so, with Brent Jackson. Yeah. Like, when the trade happened, there. In, in theory, the front court sh- shake would shake up. Would you know? This was a team that had a formidable offense, seventh in non-garbage time rating last year, according to Cleaning the Glass. This was a high wire attack that that they had a defense that was 13th last year, and they did it by forcing enough turnovers, second in turnovers forced last year, to offset a, a team that had problems fouling and couldn't protect the glass. They were 29th in both free throw rates and defensive rebounding. And you thought Gobert coming here would fix it at the very least, but through, you know, this Were they added defensive week, rebounding? Are they not better than 29th? Listen to this. They are 11th in non-garbage time defense while performing at, at a top five level when Gobert is on the floor. Unfortunately, they are now the 20th offense in the league. And on some level, this is weird because the preferred starting lineup of Edwards, D'Lo, Jaden McDaniels, Carnathan Towns, and Gobert had some spacing issues. The two traditional bigs plus limited shooters and McDaniels and Gobert not being, you know, there, like, able to work. So, right now, this is a team that the Wolves are shooting only 31.1% from three and an abysmal 28.7% above the break with Gobert on the floor compared to 38.8% when he's on the bench. And that's not even the thing is, is like, you, I mean, Towns is having the worst year shooting threes. But when you look at this, the bad news is that Gobert, who's been claimed to be one of the greatest rim protectors of all time, according to points saved over average, a metric used by NBA.com, Gobert has been in top nine around 70 minutes qualifying in each of his eight previous seasons as a full-time center, including first five times and second twice. And this year he's the 24th. He literally went from being top two rim protector to the 24th. And Gobert, elite rim protector, generally averages two points saved per hundred more than positional average. Gobert hit that mark seven times and never has ever been less than a full point. This year, he's down to 0.3. He went from two to 0.3. Wow. It's are, they, are they still bad? Are, where are they at in defensive rebounding? Can you pull uh, that up? Like they're bad. They're bad. Yeah, I think they're like. He was supposed to, to make them better. I don't know how bad they are. I don't know because they're they got to be better than 29th, right? This well, they're twentieth in defensive rebounding. Okay, so they still fucking suck. Yeah, he was supposed to. Yeah, twentieth. Yeah. He was supposed to help that. They're twenty-six in total rebounds. He was supposed to help that. It's, what has he done? You know, and the thing is, Kat, I know Cats missed the whole year, and I know I have issues with Cat. It's my big thing is like. I think Rudy Gobert is more of a complimentary piece. I, as much as I love Anthony Edwards, I don't think he's quite there Pick yet. Pick up your as fucking as being, phone. As far as being your best player on a team. Fucking Rudy Gobert, he's averaging – he is averaging 11.7 boards. That is the least that he's averaged in a full season since 2017. I just think this Rudy Gobert sucks. And maybe Quinn Snyder is a way better coach than we thought. I yeah, like, I think I think that's what it is because like Quinn Snyder was a good. I always thought Quinn Snyder was a top ten yeah. coach in the NBA, but this guy might be like even better than we thought. That like he made this guy he he earned this guy a bag. He made this guy into a defensive three a three time defensive player of the year by building and a defensive scheme. That nest like, four first round picks for the Jazz for him. Like Quinn Snyder's the goat. They're, they have Rudy Gobert, supposedly one of the best rebounders in the league, 
and they already had Towns, who also was a walking double-double, and you're telling me this fucking team is 26th in total rebounding and 20th or 20th in defensive rebound and 26th in total rebound? That means they fucking suck on the offensive glass. That was supposed to be his strength. Luke, we were talking about this uh, um, whenever you missed, I think it was Tuesday or something. Yeah. Who's the leader on this team right now? Who's the leader? Who's the leader Who's on this team? team? Yeah. Anthony you know who you know who my answer is, and it's extremely embarrassing for the Minnesota Timberwolves. What do you think? No. Nas Reed. Austin oh Rivers. yeah, you said Nas, Nas Reed is. The I couldn't remember who you said because Austin we, Rivers. We spent oh, like it might have been you and I. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I, You're like who's the leader? They're suffering, man, and I just I don't think Ant's quite there yet. As good as he is. I think he's like a year away, which is perfectly fine. But yeah, that lines up with his with his expected development and what you yeah. expect. Whereas you expected Gobert to be Gobert, or at least the what we thought he was. But oh my god, this team fucking sucks, man. Uh, l- luckily for them, they still have a chance to make the play in because you know the, the other part teams in the play in aren't very good. But my god, so. No, no, no. All right. I actually pulled up the wrong article, but I just wanted – I actually did pull up the wrong article. Is this the bballshow.com? No. This Which you should all check out, by the way. So yeah, go check out the bballshow.com. <laughs> I posted a new article. I did. We got some great content out there too. I think we, we have, have to post the link in the um, mandatory bio. You know what I'm saying? I'll yeah, I'm about to add that. I just added it to my main channel. I need to add it to great content. There's going to be some college basketball articles coming soon. There already, there's already one up right now. There is. Let's go. I'm trying to get into. I'm. I'm starting to get into it a little bit more. It, it's so fun. I mean, they fucking. Now like, is it, when it gets fun. It's the new year. Yeah. It, yeah. Jackson, you should write an article. I, I will do it. I can't even. I. I need to text you later tonight, Zero, because I need the. I'm in Mexico and they have everything I go on to. I need like verification, and it's very, very. very yeah, I got you. <laughs> Basically, what you can do is just. Write it on Google Docs and then just email me. Right no, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm talking. Um, I I do want to write some articles. I'm talking like editing and stuff like that. Oh yeah, so, I was gonna do that tonight. Somebody cl- uh, commented today. What happened to the videos? Somebody really? I'm tr- dude. Yeah, it's it's been one week, so I was gonna do it tonight. I just got sidetracked last night doing shit. Well, let's talk I'm about PTO right now, baby. Sorry guys. Yeah, paid time <laughs> off. So right now, the top rookies are the way they put it is Paulo Bancaro is in a league of his own, guaranteed right now, barring injury. He's the rookie of the year. It used to be Benedict Matherin was in his own tier, but right now the second tier goes Benedict Matherin, J Dub, AJ Griffin, Keegan Murray, Jaden Ivey. That's tier two. And then the following tier is like Jaden Ivey, Walker Kessler, Andrew Nemhard, and Bison Daniels. And then the 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 next is Jabari Smith, Tarius, and Jeremy Sohan, Jalen Duran, Shaden Sharp, and Christian Brown. I just I think Jabari is closer to Tari Jeremy Sohan than he is the Dyson Daniels you in terms really? of really. I mean, I know he hasn't been efficient, but they're a bad team, man. Okay, yeah, I, it's just that like I think horrible last team. Month, not bad or horrible. We are Jabari's, a horrible basketball team with no direction, and like, nobody knows what the fuck to do. The well, the problem is, is Jabari Smith. We thought he was a wing who could play power forward, but turns out he's actually a power forward. Small, okay. small. Who thought player. he was a wing who could play power forward? The, My issue is because no, we thought he was Rashard Lewis. We thought yeah, he was a point, that's a, like he's a he's a stretch four. That was he, he was supposed to be. And what is he like thirty? What? No, but people three? thought. Thirty-three from three—that's slightly below average for what you would expect for him. Which is, you know, I get they didn't. Think coming average. out of college, the way he played, people thought he was going to be like kind of like Jeff Green, where he's naturally like Jeff Green's naturally a small forward but can play power forward. People yeah, thought but, like, that's Lewis. not what he played like at all. If they actually, I, yeah. If you watch, I know, I know. People, people thought he was so, a power forward who could also play sure. small forward. So they were going to be able to run like Jabari, Alper, and Shagoon and like Garuba. Yeah, like Jabari wasn't a shot creator for that Auburn team last year. He they had guards to do that. He he was the guy who would shoot open shots, exactly. set the, the pick and fade, or hit like exactly. like Jabari. People who expected Jabari to be that guy, they're dumb. That's not what he was. That they didn't he, watch the team. He was a complimentary pull up shooter when he was feeling it. Yes. That wasn't his role. We don't have a point guard, and I don't know why Rocket fans disagree with me every time I say this. Kevin Porter Jr. is not a point guard, and people are finally starting to realize this. He's not. A I point love KPJ. I love yes. him. He's not a point guard. 
He's a scorer. Yeah, and people should have realized that a while ago, but they didn't. It's really fine. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. It really is. But you know what? Shout out Jalen Williams because especially in the last month or so, he's been doing a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. I, I think this is more of a recent C bias for this ranking, which is fine, but – because I, I really think there's a huge gap between Paulo and then even Benedict and then whoever's next. But there is, there is. But I think it goes Paulo, Benedict, and like there's still a small gap between Jalen and Benedict. Yeah, Jalen's been smaller. insane lately. AJ Griffin's yeah, been yeah. insane. Keegan Murray's like the most efficient rookie of all time. And then Andrew Nemhar. I mean, I think there's a drop off between Keegan and Jaden. Jaden's inefficient, but like putting up stats. Yeah. Walker Kessler is going to be like. Oh, leading the league multiple years in a row in shop blocks. And then Andrew Nemhard's a man amongst boys. He like, can get hot, man. He really can. I just I, – I'm stunned that – I know that he hasn't been the most efficient, but I'm stunned they ranked Jabari Smith that low. I'm stunned yeah. that. It's That's just because Jabari like Smith, the first half of the season, I think they were using him wrong. And then now they've, oh, they've yeah. they started to do what we've said. Run the offense. Run the offense yep. through Shagoon. Shagoon's your center on offense, but then Jabari Smith is your center on defense. Yeah, like yep. they still fuck. Like at the end of the day, they fucking suck. They still suck. Yeah. They're a bad team. You can't, Steven Jabari, Silas sucks. Jabari yeah. is still like what? Steven Silas? Yeah. Did you watch the 2011 Bobcats team? It's the worst team of all time. Right? <laughs> and he coached. And have you ever seen a suit size? It's he big. coached games for them during We're the year. Fits, like really get the issue. At the end of the day, like. Jabari is still shooting like 33% from three, which isn't god awful for a big guy. It's not, it's not god awful. It's not amazing, yeah. but it's not god awful. He's a good rebounder. Yes. It's, yeah, and he's he's a rookie. We've seen so many players. He just can't dribble. Players Kawhi Leonard shot like 20 something in college. Like, in but the other thing is, Jabari Smith, the prize, I don't think he'll ever become a shot creator unless he develops a handle. He has to develop a handle. Yeah. 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 And like he was never really a shot creator in college. So that's what the problem is. Like he can't finish in transition because he can't dribble. Yeah, he's not a, uh, I think yeah, he's like, a perfect third option for whoever we're about to draft. Hopefully, it's good. All right, you guys know what time Ooh. it is. Boom! Is this a new beat? It's kind of something like a new beat. Is it the same one? Powder. I usually do the Maybach. It sounds like the same beat with a it twist. Is, it is. I usually do the Maybach music. This is the same the beat. The lo-fi. Is it really? Wow. Maybe they added something. Oh, oh fuck. This is Ty Ty Washington or Terrence yeah. Mann? Yep. No, it's close though. That might be Damian Lee. Could be Damian Lee. It's not Damian Lee. So Terrence Mann. Wait, so they're in the. Oh, it's BJ Boston. Oh. It's BJ Boston. I retire. It's yeah. not, dude. You're not even in the right division. We got it. It's in the Southwest. Like, the division is right. It's Rockets. <laughs> Rockets. Fabrics. No, it's not Rockets. Right. Southwest. It's it actually Rockets. could be Jaw. That really could be Jaw from Media Day. No, it's not Jaw. It could be. Well. Yeah, but Jaw's not. Jaw's not what what is it say he's shorter than Ty Ty Washington? Can you exit the silhouette? Okay. He'd have to be six he'd have to be six foot or short. He's on the Pelicans. He's on the Pellies. Yeah, and he'd have to be six foot or short. Jose Alvarado, Jose Alvarado. Oh yeah, that's he had long hair on media day, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. There it is. (laughs) There it is. That was good. Yeah, that was a good one, yeah. That was really good. Shout out Pirtle, I know. Shout out Jose Alvarado. We get yeah. these so much quicker with three people in here. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's way easier to combine all of our minds. <laughs> I'm really curious what LeBron's sitting down. Yeah, Is it in the one minute or are we talking central? No, it's in one minute. Oh. I've got uh, ESPN in Mexico. or Yeah, I might go on. Spanish. Spanish. I want to see what's going on. I don't know if we Put up live, Zero. <laughs> I'm actually pulling it up on my computer right now as we speak. <laughs> LeBron James doing a sit-down interview, man. He hasn't done that since the since the decision. decision. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh God, is he about to manage? Is he about to? Oh no! I really don't think he is, but that would be pretty cool if he did. Oh. I'm about to watch it. All right. You know who? Would, you know who would solve the Chicago Bulls problems? Actually, LeBron, LeBron James. James. LeBron James. You know who would solve a lot of these problems? LeBron James. What about if LeBron James goes back to South Beach? You know, well, that would be really cool. Well, well, Jimmy Butler, they're going to send Kyle Lowry. Be very, very cool. And every pick they have for LeBron James is going to be LeBron James, <laughs> Bam Adebayo, and Jimmy Butler. That's what he's announcing. Pat Riley, trade for me. And, and, and the Godfather strikes again. Yeah. And then you know what they'll do? You know what they'll do? They'll give, they'll give, they'll give the, uh, the GOAT team equity. They're like, Pat trade for Riley will call a mafia hit on Rob Blake if they don't trade him. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. That's it for today, guys. I hope you guys did enjoy. Like, comment, and subscribe. I'll make the clips. But our right, blah, motherfuckers. If you did enjoy, be right. a friend and tell a friend. Like, comment, subscribe. We'll be back on Monday. Let's hear what LeBron's got to say. I don't like the days when we don't do the show. It's kind of nor do I. It's depressing. It's a nice like off day, but it's always like damn, like good oh, show. I got, I got to talk about. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. See ya.